is, uh, you know, an opportunity as much as possible. We're going to go till 10 o'clock tonight. So um, the idea here is to let Laker fans uh, have their uh, have their voice heard. And um, wherever you want to take it, feel free to take it, whether it's, um, you know, stories about Kobe Bryant or it's um, um, memories that you have. Uh, there isn't going to be much of an agenda on this one tonight. It's going to be, uh, you know, obviously tough for, I think, a lot of people that um, are in the sports industry or you're not in the sports industry. You guys can tell just how, you know, how impactful Kobe Bryant has been to um, to a number of uh, individuals. I mean, look, even me, you could just, you know, you could obviously tell this is a very awkward day, to say the least, and... I'll first off say um, you feel so bad for all the families that are involved. So obviously from Kobe Bryant uh, and his family, uh, obviously his daughter, everybody else that was um, involved in uh, the tragic helicopter accident. So um, we'll just kind of go from there. So if you guys want to be a part of uh, the show, we'll go till 10 o'clock tonight. Phone number is 877-710-ESPN. And it is built, you know, I'm, I'm doing the show solo here uh, from this point on, and a lot of it is because I do want to hear from Laker fans. Um, yeah, it's a tough, uh, very, very tough, tough day. I know for me personally, you know, one of the things that I admire so much watching Kobe back in the days, um, we get caught up as fans and we get caught up as this is something more than just a game. And here's the reality. It's not. You know, it is just a game. That's it. There's much more to life than uh, Lakers going on a five-game road trip or uh, games at Staples Center or whatever the case is. There's obviously much more to it. And that's where, you know, that's where this gets incredibly tough is because you have somebody who's a father and who's a husband so forget about all the accolades and forget about the NBA championships. Forget about the Olympics. Forget all that stuff because really it's all secondary. It's, it's, uh, that never um, qualifies to real life. And we get caught up in it. You know, we, there's, a, there's a lot of times we're kind of put in a position as fans. We think this is, this is it. You know, this is, uh, this is the real deal. This is... Um, this means everything. That's how I kind of got caught up in sports. You know, got caught up in sports because you start caring so much about these individual teams and these individual players. And you know what? A moment like this, you know, something like today that happens, we'll never forget this. You know, we'll never forget this day. We'll never forget this moment. And really, what it does is it just kind of. Um, you know, it puts everything in perspective. The things that we feel like are important are not important. And, you know, it's unfortunate that it takes a moment like this to, I don't want to say it's a wake-up call or anything like that, you know, reading so many of the different tweets on um, on Twitter and Instagram, all the different messages that are on there. And you see everybody. It, it, it shook everybody. It took everybody, you know, it, it forced people to take a step back and to, 
just kind of put things in perspective. Um, I, I'll tell I, I'll tell one of the things, and you guys have obviously um, you, you probably heard me say this before. One of the things I respected so much about Kobe is. From a fan perspective, you never feel like players care more than a fan. You never feel like they care more than you do. And I always felt like Kobe, you know, wanted to win for the Lakers. I wanted to win for Los Angeles. I wanted to win for the fan base that's all across the world. He wanted to win more than the fans did. And I think that's very unique. Um I don't feel like you're you ever kind of my perception is that athletes don't always you know think that way and they got bigger things to worry about and that's kind of um, when I start off the show is that this is all just a game but that was one of the things I always respected about Kobe and him playing for the Lakers for 20 years and him having all these personal accolades and him accomplishing so many different things that he accomplished um is all secondary to his real life. And that's what this is. You know, it's real life. So it's uh, it's a devastating day. I don't know how else to put it. You know, it really, really is a devastating day. And it's tough to put it into words. And it's tough to... Um, I mean, I, I appreciate the opportunity to have a microphone in front of me and to talk about it and to take Laker fans, uh, to have them kind of tell their memories or or just talk about how they feel but you know what a what an incredibly tough um scenario and I cannot imagine what you know obviously the families that are involved are obviously going through so our our deepest deepest condolences to uh to everybody involved um I'll go to uh Tim in Pico Tim uh you're on ESPN LA 710 go ahead Tim yeah, hello. Um, I just wanted to say that once I was lucky enough to see Kobe myself, and he told me that you should always, you should always, you should always push forward because second place is first loser. And I take that every single day. And how I, it's, um, it was such a shock to hear this tomorrow, but I know that every single day I'll keep on going forward, and knowing that second place is first loser. So you always have to push forward to be the top and the, and and learn from Kobe. Yeah, I'll say this, Tim. You know, I think as a, uh, I think a fan base. That's why you know you admired Kobe so much. Um, you admired him so much because, you know, they have that that Mamba mentality, and Kobe's mentality was always, uh, um, like you just mentioned, it, it was all about just being on top. It was striving for greatness, you know. And I saw a lot of people put out tweets and messages you hear players DeMar DeRozan talked after the game uh that they had earlier today you guys saw the emotions Trey Young had um I'm sure there are a number of players and DeMar DeRozan said that he got into basketball because of Kobe you know I, I think sometimes we forget how much um certain individuals are driven because of others and what we're watching today and what we're listening to today and as things kind of trend, as things kind of go the next couple of days i think it is unbelievable to see the amount of um respect to kobe i mean it's unbelievable i, I you know who would have thought a day like this it's just uh 
it's very difficult to describe a moment like this and a day like this. But I think one thing that you could take away, like Tim, like you mentioned, yeah, this is uh, that that was his mentality. His mentality was that every time he went out on that basketball court, he'd give absolutely everything. You know, getting an opportunity when I do those pregame shows with Michael Thompson, and I can't tell you how many times MT references Kobe. What do you think Kobe would have done there? You think Kobe would have missed that game? And, you know, he talks about, and that that's just, I, th- I think, the type of respect that everybody has. Um, but it's so much more than basketball. I mean, I, I know I'm on ESPN LA, and I know, you know, we're on a sports radio station, and Kobe Bryant is an icon for the Los Angeles Lakers, but it is so much more, you know? Um, Kareem had uh, put out a message, and he talked about how what Kobe did on the basketball floor was nothing of what he was doing off the basketball floor. And, you know, you you would think that Kobe Bryant, when it was all said and done, you had even heard him say uh, his legacy, he didn't. He doesn't want it to be on the basketball court. He wants it to be with everything else that he'll accomplish after basketball. Um, Eddie in L.A., you're on, uh, you're on ESPN LA 710. Go ahead, Eddie. Yes, hi. Good evening, Alan. How you doing, man? Good, man. Um, condolences to everybody affected with this, the families, the friends, Laker Nation, uh, Mamba Sports Academy. Um, today was just a weird day. My daughters play softball, took them to the softball tournament until we heard about this. And uh, it, it, me and my wife, we, we cried. You know, we shed a tears. Uh, I, I, I'm very, very, very hurt that this happened. But also, we gotta celebrate this. To this man did a lot for us. He we spoiled us. Mm-hmm. You know, he came to work every day when he had to come to work, and he hustled. Absolutely, he, he made did. that dollar for his daughters, for his wife, for his, for his, his legacy. Mm-hmm. You know, he was. I, I was at almost every parade I saw him there and man it was such a joy I'm raising two girls me and my wife are hmm. playing sports and, and and I thank him for that he's my hero he's my Jordan and it's always going to be forever Mamba go Lake Show thank appreciate the call Eddie he's a legend um, we got a chance to see him we got a chance to see him um I'd say maybe three weeks ago he was at uh, Staples Center for a game. It was a game against the Dallas Mavericks. Um, and it's funny because you know when, when I when I saw him there, it was like, dang, Kobe's just here. And I remember even tweeting out, "Legend in the building," and, and that's what he is. You know, he's a legend. He's an icon. And unfortunately, sometimes. Um, you know, this is just kind of a reminder. This is uh, one of those moments in life where it's a reminder. Um, you know, try and appreciate every moment because you just never know. And it's uh, it's very unfortunate when it takes circumstances or situations like this to happen, where it's a, it's that reminder is then called upon. Um, but that's uh, that's what today is, and it's uh, it's a crazy day to me. You know, to think that. I'm doing a show right now and this is what we're talking about. Like it's it's mind boggling to me. It's unreal to me. And I know that, you know, 
either anybody that's tuned in right now or they're not tuned in, whatever, they're on social media, whatever they're doing, this is um, this is one of those days that you know we'll never forget. It's very unfortunate. Um, and I want to continue to emphasize, you know, any mention I make tonight, um, my condolences are with everybody involved. Everybody involved. You know, it's it's heartbreaking to uh, to read some of the um, the stories, and it's heartbreaking um, the more information that we kind of got as the day progressed. There's a lot of people involved, and you know, Kobe is who we knew. But the reality is, is uh, every single person involved and all the families that were affected by it, um, you know, our deepest, uh, deepest uh, condolences. Uh, Drew in downtown, you're on ESPN LA. Go ahead, Drew. Hey, what's going on, Alan? Uh, it's a sad day, man. Yeah, it is. Uh, Definitely. LA's hurt, man. It's, it's been not even a whole year. We lost Nipsey, and now we lost Kobe. And I know Kobe's affecting everybody worldwide, but just for, like, the, the urban communities here in L.A., Kobe and Nipsey in less than a year. And, and Nipsey got his Grammy today, and then mm. we have Kobe out there. It's just – Kobe was one of our own because we saw him grow up. I'm 36. Mm-hmm. Kobe's five years older than me, you know. And I just – L.A.'s been through a lot, you know. At this and the stuff with the Dodgers, it just it, – it's, it's rough right now, man. And I was fortunate enough to – see uh when the whole kobe lebron heat started happening that christmas day game lebron's first game in my first uh, year in miami and we were blessed man we we got to see someone that epitomized what it means to be from la like you know we get the the glitz and the glamour but it's really hard work out here you gotta it's a hustle out here and kobe showed that every day of his career you know Even drew after, you know, you, game. you know, Drew. Um, I appreciate you calling in, by the way. And if you guys want to be a part of uh, part of tonight's show, eight seven 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 ten ESPN, we'll take calls the entire time. So if you can't get through right away, just stay with us, and we'll make sure that we get to you. You know, when um, when Nipsey Hussle passed away, I, I wasn't uh, I I wasn't one that knew much about his music. So I, I actually am much more familiar with his music today than I was uh, before he passed. And something really stuck out to me when he passed. Um, man, L.A. Uh, L.A. had a very, very, very heavy heart and respect for Nipsey Hussle. So I didn't have you know a connection there, but I can see how much it affected and it hurt L.A. So I knew how much he meant to, by the way, not just L.A., I know he touched people um, all across the country, all across the world. That was a that was a unique moment for me personally because I, I, you know, um, for not knowing too much about um, his legacy and what he was built, uh, his building, or uh, what he was building, and, you know, his... Um, his kind of theme, the marathon, and just it allowed me to learn so much more about him and about his background and why there was so much respect towards him. And I think, you know, there's something there when you say that it's a it's a very difficult one year, you know, for L.A. Um, icons, you know, icons. I know they're two different genres. I know they're two different. It's two different fields. Um 
but go past what they what they've done or what they accomplished in the music industry. Go past what they accomplished on the basketball court. These are icons. I mean, when I have people calling in and saying the way they're, um, you know, what was what was uh, what was so cool about three weeks ago uh, that I thought was powerful. This is just my observation. When Kobe was at the game against Dallas, his sweater, if you guys remember, it was an orange sweater, and it was the WNBA logo. I remember seeing that, and in my head, I was like, man, that's that's powerful right there. This is one of the greatest to ever do it in the NBA. And, you know, obviously he has four daughters and his wife, and um, here was Kobe single-handedly and I'm not I'm not going to put it that I'm not going to say single-handedly but here was Kobe I felt like probably on a mission you know to try and help raise the awareness of the WNBA and I don't know I, I just I, I I felt that that was that was powerful to wear that sweater you know I respected it and when I have callers call in and say that you know their daughters um they're playing basketball um or they're watching uh, the Bryant family and their daughters succeed on the basketball court. Like, yeah, it's different. You know, it's not just about the times where Kobe was hitting buzzer beaters across across the street uh, at Staples Center. It's not just the times where we're watching, you know, Laker games and all we care about is wins and losses. Um, You know, this... uh, all that stuff for for just doesn't feel like it means anything anymore. It doesn't feel like you know when they when they say it's a game, and we take it much more than just a game. A moment like today definitely puts it in perspective that yep, it is literally just a game. George in Riverside, you're on uh, ESPN LA. Go ahead, George. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Um, yeah, it's you know. <laughs> the thing that people don't understand um, is how Kobe really impacted people, um, you know, at home, watching him on the TV. And, you know, as a young African-American boy growing up that, you know, were without fathers and role models and, and things of that nature, you look for people to kind of fill that void in your life to provide you with, mm. you know, that peace and, and that excitement, something to look forward to. And um, it, it just is really hard to comprehend exactly, you know, what he means. You know, I've had people tell me before in the past, why are you, you know, so much of a Kobe fan? What does he do? He doesn't pay your bills for you, but he gives me something more. He gives me, he gives me a, uh, <laughs> you know, he gave, he gave me a, a place of peace, you know, something to deflect the pain that I experienced throughout life and something, you know, to look forward to for excitement to ease the pain that I felt throughout my life. And, you know, being from Inglewood, growing up without a father, mm. he essentially kind of took that role and, um, you know, having people look up to him. And so it's, it's. Um, I mean, I've been crying all day, hyperventilating. Um, you know, I, I kid you not, just this morning lying in bed as I woke up, I was watching highlights of him in the Olympics for about 30 minutes Mm. and um all of a sudden i get a text message from my daughter and i'm thinking oh this is just some hoax 
And, you know, for it to, to be real and for, you know, then to find out about his daughter being a single father, um, it, it's, it, this is, this is more than just, oh, this guy just passed or this celebrity. Kobe meant a lot to the core of a lot of people that were missing things in life and he provided us, um, with those elements to give us some comfort throughout our day. So this is, this hurts. This hurts like, like he's my brother, like he's my blood. That's how bad it hurts. George, that's deep, man. I appreciate you calling in and uh, and opening up. It's deep, you know. When you hear somebody, I I don't know George. I've never met him before, but to hear him tell a story like that of it's not just a basketball player that you were watching, somebody who was looking up to, and I, I think that's that's the case for a lot of people. You know, one of the things <laughs> it's kind of funny. One of the things I, I loved over the last you know few years just uh, getting a chance to do some of these shows, Laker fans were so protective over Kobe Bryant, you know, so protective, and that's just the respect they had for him. That's the uh, when people say, you know, there's a lot of times we see these athletes, and we want them to care as much as we do. You didn't have to worry about that with Kobe. Um, Kobe did everything to try and accommodate to the fan base, to his fans, globally. If you think this just affected L.A., um, impossible. I mean, Kobe Bryant is a global icon. So as much as this hits L.A., I'm sure it hits so many other parts of the world as well and so many different parts of the country. Uh, Bethany in Chino. Bethany, you're on ESPN LA. Go ahead, Bethany. Hi, thanks so much for taking my call. I just wanted to call in and uh, explain why Kobe meant so much to me. Um, I grew up in Chicago. I was a, uh athlete from a very young age, and I remember my dad bought me a a set of Lakers cards and I was I grew up a Bulls fan, a Michael Jordan fan. And I was like, Who's Kobe Bryant? And I started really watching him and his work ethic and just how dedicated he was to his sport helped me so much through my own career as an athlete. Hmm. And I remember I got injured. I was a swimmer and I got injured and I, I sat there and I was like, What would Kobe do? And I worked really hard and I ended up ended up getting a scholarship to college hmm. and working through my injury. And it's all thanks to just me watching him play. And I, mean, I got ridiculed by a lot of Bulls fans. I was like, but Kobe, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. But he just, it's so sad today knowing that one of my heroes, one of my icons is no longer here. And I was so excited to see what he was going to do with the next, like, 40 years of his life. And just, I constantly watch him and constantly apply that to my own life. Like, when I go through hardships, I'm like, what would Kobe do? And so... As I, as you can tell, it's been a hard day for me, and I didn't even know him. Um, I had hoped one day. But you day felt, you know, you felt you did, you know. And that's that's the uh, that's when you know that that somebody is uh, has an impact on your life. You don't have to know the person to feel his impact, you know. And um, yeah. Bethany, I appreciate you sharing that story. I think there's something to that, you know. That's not um, that's not small. That's big. You know, I I think. There's going to be a lot of people who can share similar stories like this and how it has 
how he has had um, an effect on them by never even having a conversation with them. You know, um, yeah, it's uh, it's it's a tough day. Let's just put it that way. It's a tough day, but it's also great to have people share stories like this because if there is impact that somebody's having on their life, and in this case, Kobe, um, you know, the beauty with that is that doesn't have to go away. That's a lasting legacy that can continue. Um, all right, more when we come back. Stay right here. This is ESPN LA 710. All right, we uh, are going to go till 10 o'clock tonight. If you guys would like to be a part of um, ESPN LA 710 tonight, uh, you could feel free to call in 877-710-ESPN. Uh, George Sedano joining the uh, the broadcast right now. George, uh, incredible, incredibly uh, tough day. And, um, you know, I, there isn't really any questions or anything like that. But, uh, you know, you could obviously just give your thoughts on, uh, on today and, and obviously what's transpired. Alan, the basketball world is hurting today in a huge, huge way. And you know what? Even beyond the basketball world, I just think the world is hurting Mm -hmm. in a huge, huge way today. And I remember hearing the news. I was walking back into my hotel from lunch. I'm in New Orleans to do a game tonight. And I was in, like, disbelief. I'm like, come on. That can't Mm -hmm. be real. Get out of here. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he's a mythological figure. He's a superhero all rolled into one. And... There's no way that that was true. And then when you find out it was true and then the way it happened with his daughter, Gianna, like, you know, you just so many emotions, right? Like your love for his game and what he represented and his him as a father, particularly. And, you know, you start thinking of your own personal stuff. Well, you know, plenty of us have kids, you know, that that's the emotions were deep, man. Like I was sitting here in my room sobbing, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like not knowing like what is going to happen, like what. Like, what is happening here? Like, are we going to, you know, am I going to be able to go to this? Are we going to this game? Like, Mm -hmm. are we going to have a game? But you know what? I think the league talked this through with the GMs and owners, and I think that they got it right, Alan. They said, and I I honestly believe this, Mm -hmm. they said Kobe would want to play. Like, there's no way he would want guys to not play, you know, the game that he loved, you know, was such a student of the game of. So it was just, Weird, but I understood it, you know, and it was just a weird feeling when I walked into that building today and, you know, I was around Lonzo and Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart. Hmm. And even though they didn't play with Kobe, they were certainly around Kobe plenty. And those guys, I mean, you could see how hard it was hitting them, you know, early on. Like it was uh, something in the locker room that they had to discuss. I know Alvin Gentry and David Griffin, the general manager and the coach of the Pelicans talked to them. Um, Alvin relayed that information to us before and during the game when I talked to him in the third quarter. And yeah, this, this whole building today, and this is just, this is New Orleans. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like this, you know, this isn't a building that had, you know, any real connection necessarily to Kobe, but they treated it like it was their own, you know, and that's what it is. That's what he meant to this league, man. Yeah, George, you know, it's interesting just taking, um, it's not a surprise, but um, yeah, taking callers, right? Just listening to ESPN LA, just listeners, and man, a lot of these people are telling personal stories, and they never met him. You know, they're just saying, "Hey, this is the impact Kobe had on me." Because when I watched him on the court, when I saw his drive, when I saw that, you know, there wasn't a play he was given up on, or he cared more about winning than anything else. Like, it does kind of hit you. You forget how much someone can impact another. 
you don't know the person. You know, you've never met the person before. Had somebody uh, telling me the impact that he's had on his daughters uh, simply because of what, you know, obviously uh, he's done for, I guess you can say, um, uh, trying to be an ambassador to the WNBA, like things like that. You know, you, you just don't, uh, uh, some of those things just don't cross your mind. And then when you when you hear individuals tell that story, and I know you'll have a lot of opportunities to hear from uh, from. Uh, sports fans all over the world, and I'm sure that this is going to um, um, kind of continue to be the dialogue. But it, it's just uh, it's a very awkward day. But uh, I'm also appreciative to hear listeners and give their story because you know what what um, Kobe has done in his 41 years will last much longer than 41 years. I don't think there's any question about that. I mean, his impact on the game and the players of today uh, is immeasurable, right? Like. You, you see it you, when guys talk about him. Like, think about how many guys still today, you know, after he was done playing, went to him to go train in the off season. You know what I'm saying? Like, veteran guys, mm-hmm. um, young guys. Like, I, you know, Dwayne Wade. You know, uh, late in his career, him and Kobe were getting together. Um, you know, when Kobe had just retired. And, you know, Dwayne was in the latter stages of his career. And this is someone that competed against him at a very high level. I mean, you would talk about, you know, Kobe and him being one and two. Sure. You know, as far as shooting guards in in that stretch, right? Like, um, you know, and then, of course, the young guys, like Jamal Murray. I had a game with him the other day, talked to me about how he went to the Mamba Academy over the summer and worked with him in the lab and all that stuff. Just so many guys from all different age ranges that he affected in so many ways that his legacy will absolutely live forever you know and and even a guy like lebron right like Mm -hmm. think about what lebron said alan after passing kobe last night right and going third on the all-time scoring this passing and talking about how as a kid you know he saw kobe in a certain light and, you know, got to be his teammate on the Olympic team. And then, of course, now being part of the Laker family, like how welcoming Kobe was. It, You know, man, like I watched back that video about what LeBron said, and it really hit me, man. It hit me emotionally because you can, you can understand that even a guy like that, who is, you know, one of the senior statesmen of the game now, right? Like the best player on the planet at 35 years old is talking about Kobe Bryant in a light that, shines on Kobe in such a way that makes you understand what he meant to the game. Because if the best player on the planet, even at this stage of his life, 35, can talk about what an impact he had on his life, it just goes to show you how much of an impact that guy had on so many different generations of the sport. George, I was doing the uh, post-game show yesterday, and um, you know, I obviously play the, the LeBron clip in the locker room, and when it was done, you know, I just kind of stood around and I'm taking listeners uh, phone calls and everything else I'm like geez I mean LeBron really 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 went out of his way to um, highlight and appreciate how important Kobe was you know into um, his career and kind of the drive that he set the tone in and they never got to face each other in the NBA finals you know he he joked around Dwight Howard was too good in 2009 Um, but of course, it's not a, a surprise or a shock that he has that much respect. But uh, yeah, just uh, it, it's it's been an interesting twenty four hours. We'll we'll just we'll we'll leave it at that. Uh, George, what is one of your? I mean, when you think of Kobe, 
and um, you know somebody says, uh, "What are what do you remember most about Kobe?" What what does come to your mind? I mean, from a basketball perspective, certain things that just pop right into your head are that you know the alley oop to Shaq right against Portland. Like that, come on, man! Like <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like that play is such an iconic play in the history of the sport, right? Um, I think of man, just his performances in general, like overall, like God in the finals. Like, he was so good so many times mm-hmm. and saved that team so many times. Um, the other thing I think of, to be honest with you, Alan, as I think of just kind of his playing career, is how he just never was going to let anyone outwork him, mm-hmm. right? Like, no matter what. And sometimes to the detriment of relationships, right? We all know the, the Shaq and Kobe stuff, but, you know, they were able to bury the hatchet, which is great. You know, and we all celebrated that. But that, to me, is his legacy. It's just his determination, his grit, his relentlessness, you know. And it's just something that everyone should embody in their lives. But, yeah, like, I mean, that, that the, to me, the just the alley-oop to Shaq is, like, the way I will um, envision him. Um, I think of, you know, so many of the game winners. I saw someone on Twitter post all the different game winners, man. Like, I was in I, – I, I remember at Staples he hit one over Dwayne Wade when I was covering the Heat back in the day, and it just was a great battle between those two guys. Like, there's so many moments. Like you can't even just like list one of them, you know? But, um, but, you know, I, but George, I, th- I, think you said, I think you said something perfect right there. The way – I think that's the best way to describe him, the way you, you just mentioned he outworked everybody. You know, like how many, how many players come into the league, they're six foot six, six foot seven, and they're athletic – um, and they have an opportunity. You know, there's a lot of raw talent in them. Kobe, when he came in in 1996, and, you know, this has a lot to do with um, the amount of appreciation that and respect that Kobe Bryant has, not just here in L.A., not just in the States, but globally, is there are a lot of players that came into the league looking like Kobe, that size, that wingspan, um, oh, that yeah. athleticism. But the difference was uh, he wanted it more. You know, and I, and I think that 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 does take it to another level where we're not talking just basketball, but just in general, there was a there was a a, a true greatness in him that one way or the other um, he was going to let out, and he did it obviously in the NBA, and unfortunately um, he didn't get too much of an opportunity to do it outside the NBA. Yeah, but you know what his his curiosity, his intellectual curiosity, is something that we started to see very quickly in post retirement. It wasn't like. You know, he went completely away. Now, he went away from a basketball perspective, but there were a lot of things that he did. I mean, he won an Oscar, man. Of course. Like, think about that for a second. You know what I mean? Like, Unbelievable. Say that. Uh, uh, unbelievable. There's only, there's only a, what, a couple hundred people in the history of the world that can say that. Like, as much as his achievements on the floor matter, I mean, good God, think about that for a second. Like, we could be sitting here, you know, talking about game winners and you know championships and him jumping on the scores table with you know you know counting all the rings that he's going that he has and all the championships that he has and you know mamba out 60 points on his way out in his last game we can think of all that stuff but just even the stuff beyond basketball like what he did with his daughter and how much he cared about his daughters and Gianna and teaching them and teaching the game like that's the type of stuff that mm. you have to always remember is as big a part of his legacy to me than anything Oh, no else. question about it. I mean, listen, the it's what when we started doing the show, I, I mentioned that, you know, 
let's never forget this, and it's so easy to forget it. What happens on the basketball court? It is just a game. You know, the, the real life is real life, and that's that's off the basketball court. And um, you know, obviously, uh, he should be remembered as a uh, remembered as a father, as a husband, uh, way before uh, anything else. And that's uh, yeah, just incredibly, incredibly unfortunate. What uh, you know, obviously, what what happened today? Let's uh, let, let's put it that way. There, there's no other way to put it, but it's a it's a tough day for many, many people. And I know. You know, George, you're as connected as they come in the NBA, and and you cover uh, uh, so much from uh, the the basketball perspective. Been around the NBA for so long, I could only imagine uh, how many people these are touching, uh, not just in the NBA, but just obviously people across the world. Yeah, Alan, to your point, there's no question he has he he's touched so many people, as I mentioned, in different generations. That for all the game winners, as we talked about against the Suns in the playoffs, 2008, 2002, or excuse me, the Spurs. 2008, 2002, or the Suns, you know, in the conference semis back in the day in 2000, like all the, we can talk about all those things all day long, right? But his legacy, and people use this a lot, right? Like people use this a lot. It's bigger than basketball. This is the epitome of he was bigger than basketball. It's a great way to put it, George. Great way to put it. Um, We know that you'll be back on tomorrow. So uh, thank you for taking a few minutes and hopping on. All right. You got it, bud. Anytime. Take care. All right, that's George Sedano right there. Um, I want to take uh, want to take one quick call here because I think this kind of goes to the global impact that we're referring to when we talk about Kobe. Uh, Scott, calling out from Australia. Scott, you're on uh, ESPN LA. Go ahead, man. Yeah, g'day, Alan. I think uh, I just wanted to call in just to you know the the Lakers are, uh, are an LA based team, but the the, the reach is is global. So there's like. Plenty of people here in Australia that are feeling the uh, the loss of Kobe today. That's for sure. Just that mentality to win and to uh, to never give up. It's uh, yeah. I, I never never obviously met him. Uh, never ended up getting to a game at Staples. But like, yeah, you, know, you can probably hear it in my voice. The impact is uh, is real. No, of course. Uh, look, Scott. I, I think uh, you know, paint paint us that picture. You know what what makes it real and um, and and being all the way out in Australia. What what kind of impact do you think that has uh, that has there? Oh, I think, I mean, it's just that, I mean, basketball, basketball is a big sport in Australia and, and mm-hmm. the Lakers are probably the biggest team and, and Kobe's the biggest star we've had, or arguably the biggest star. I think just that ability to, to win and to never give up, even like busting your Achilles and then going back out and shooting, just, it's just a lesson, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Never give up and, Absolutely. uh, and that's it. And I mean, my, my little boys today are wearing their Kobe jerseys and, uh, yeah, we'll never forget. And that's, there's plenty of stories to tell them when they are, when they get bigger. That's Scott, for sure. Appreciate you calling in, man. Um, Portland Trailblazers guard Damian Lillard. Uh, I want to play um, his thoughts on uh, on Kobe's passing. What are your thoughts, your feelings when you heard the news about Kobe passing? Uh, it was tough. Um, I was going into church, and uh, you know, a friend of mine was going to the restrooms. I was waiting for him before we went and sat down pulled my phone out and it was a, the first thing that popped up on my phone and um, you know I thought it was fake I was like you know this this ain't real news and um, I when I saw that you know it was just disturbing to even think of you know even though I wanted to believe it was you know fake news and um, I just started to search you know I typed his name in and it was just like a a big thing and um, just sad man you know as a 
a, a friend and somebody that I I spoke to. You know, I always um, would hit him up. You know, I would hit Kobe like, "What you think about this? And what you think about that? And, um, how you think I should handle? You know, just for advice and you know, a, opinion that I really respected somebody I really respected and. I've had a, a lot of, um, I guess, positions, you know, as far as being a fan of his. You know, I grew up a Warriors fan, and we never made the playoffs, so I would cheer for the Lakers. Um, and then being a peer um, and eventually becoming a friend of his. And, I mean, it's, it's just sad, man. It's unfortunate, you know, losing his um, his daughter um, as well. It's, it's just sad, man. You know, it's the... The last thing in the world you think you're going to wake up and see. And, you know, to see that, um, you know, it's a huge loss for the world, a huge loss uh, for the game of basketball. Um, but most importantly, his family, you know, they got to uh, deal with that reality of, you know, losing a daughter and a sister, um, a husband and a dad. And, um, you know, we losing, the, you know, the great Kobe being Bryant. And uh, his impact on the game and on, uh, players and coaches, everybody individually is, is going to be missed um, and can't be replaced. And um, it's definitely going to be a, a hole in this game going forward um, that, that can't be replaced. What meant most to you about the friendship that you guys formed? Um, just how accessible he was. Um, you know, I, my first All-Star game in 2014, I think it was, um, I sat next to him pretty much the whole game. I didn't play a lot. Um, and he was hurt, but he was um, on the team. And on the bench, he just was, you know, just dropping so much knowledge on me and uh, just kind of comforting me. Like, when you get out there, just shoot. You know, be confident. You belong here. Um, you could have been here last year. You know, just his words meant so much to me in that time. Um, and after that game, he was just like, you know, keep in touch. And... I was kind of nervous to even reach out to him or anything like that, um, but I did. And just how he always got back to me. He always had encouraging things to say and honest things to say. Uh, and, our, you know, we just kind of developed a friendship from there. Um, so it's, it's just sad, you know, because it's um, – I didn't take, you know, the, the friendship and my access to him for granted, but uh, I just wish I would would have taken more advantage of it and said more um, just because you don't expect things like this to happen you know you don't expect it to happen so fast and, um, you know it seemed like he was you know starting to do really really well post-career um, you know so for it to just come to an end like that is you know it's really sad and really unfortunate man you know it's I don't even know how we supposed to play this game tonight you know it's just one of those things that make you sick to your stomach you know it's disturbing and um it's bigger than just, you know, our our heroes and people we looked up to dying, you know. You, it's deeper than that, you know, so it's it's painful and um, it still seems like it's not real. So I don't even think everybody's, you know, true emotions have kicked in yet, you know, because it doesn't seem real. All right, that's uh, Damian Lillard, uh, obviously guard for the Portland Trailblazers. That's as uh, genuine as can come. Uh, beautiful listening to him have those comments on Kobe Bryant and, and you could tell – um, just how real they were coming from the heart. Um, Josh in Whittier. Josh, you're on. Uh, you're on ESPN LA. Go ahead, man. Yes, I. Uh, thank you for uh, taking my call. You got it, man. Um, it was devastating. Um, I was actually at work, and uh, one of my buddies called me, and 
and I, I didn't want to believe it. And and then uh, I was, I mean, I worked for a for a cell phone company, and another customer came in crying. You should have just seen a grown man just devastated, mm. and I just couldn't take it, and just walked to the back and just kind of gather my emotions. Um, I mean, it's hard. I, I I grew up watching Kobe. I'm 34 years old, so I mean, I I saw him come into the league, you know, and it's 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 more than than an athlete. Um, I think the biggest thing about Kobe is that he he left he left us uh, life lessons. Um, it, it's just sad that the biggest star in LA um, star just I mean it's just it's just stopped shining, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you know, Josh. I'll tell you this: like the way you said it and the way you explained it, um, Kobe had a mentality. Uh, Sedano mentioned that the league talked about the games today. Now, you know whether you agree or disagree. If they should have played the games. They shouldn't. That's not the conversation. But that Kobe would have wanted them to play. That's what Sedano said, right? That would be kind of his mentality. That's Kobe's mentality. I think there's something too. We've had a few callers say it is, you know, Kobe's gonna. He left a a legacy that and a mentality that I think cannot be ignored. Um, and it's gonna take a lot of time, you know, to obviously uh, to grieve today and grieve for every family member that was involved um, in the tragedy today in the helicopter crash. Um, but hopefully Kobe's legacy, um, I, I, I would say that that star, you know, it, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't stop shining. Um, hopefully his legacy just continue to, continues to shine brighter. Uh, Kuzma on Instagram. Um, I'm going to read you guys. This, uh, this is Kuzma talking about the, uh, Kobe Bryant's passing. He says, damn, I've been messed up all day. I grew up trying to be like you. I would watch YouTube highlights as a kid trying to mimic you, and I still do. I would go to the gym as a kid and shoot fadeaways for hours, acting uh, if every shot I took was at the buzzer just like you. Then three years ago, I became a Laker. You became family and a mentor to me. As a young kid, I would have done anything in the world to meet you, and as a rookie, I had my opportunity. A dinner, a dinner with my idol, Kobe Bryant, talking about basketball, life, and business with you at the moment. At that moment, changed my life forever. I'm teared up just trying to write this, but Kobe, thank you for being a brother to me. Anything I ever needed from you was just a call away. Thank you for all the knowledge. Thank you for just being a friend. Your inner drive is something that will never be matched. Heroes come and go, but you, my guy, will truly last forever. Um, out, and that's Kyle Kuzmo puts this up on Instagram. Um, and the Instagram photo is of Kuzma as uh, a kid uh, with the number eight. Um, on the back of his tank top. Uh, that's one of many, many, many athletes and players, and obviously we're getting a chance to listen to a lot of listeners here um, that have their own personal story. Khalid and Orange, you're on, uh, you're on 710 ESPN. Go ahead, Khalid. Hi, Alan. Thank you for taking my call. Man. You got it. You got it. Uh, I don't know what to say. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's not basketball loss it's global loss and i was born and raised in alexandria egypt and i got phone calls from egypt and dubai all day long today Mm -hmm. and this man impacted my life and my 20 year old 
son now lives for forever through me. The desire and determination and the passion, passion about everything he did beyond basketball, his Oscar, his movie, his, his passion about paying attention to details. I heard the interview of him. I don't know how many fans remember this interview talking about when he was a kid and watching uh, films and, and games, the sound of the ball going through the net. And and the nets back then was different, a bit shaped from the net right now in the NBA. Uh, it's beyond basketball, man. It's beyond basketball. Khalid, I, I appreciate you calling in. Thank you for calling in. Uh, more of you guys' phone calls, and uh, we'll hear more from some uh, uh, players around the NBA uh, coming up next. Stay right here. This is 710 ESPN.